irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to L.A. Talk Radio. Listening to All Things Therapy with Lisa Tahir only on LA Talk Radio. Hello there, and welcome to All Things Therapy. I'm your host, Lisa Tahir. I'm a licensed clinical social worker practicing as an intuitive psychotherapist. And the mission of this podcast is to change consciousness one conversation at a time. I was just speaking with my guest who will be with us shortly, Patricia Lohan, that the podcast has allowed me to meet and get to know so many people I never would have had access to, including her. She is coming to us from Greece. And first, I'd just like to share that I do have a bit of a cold. I'm COVID-free. I was tested, yet you might hear me cough a little bit, but I have my hot tea and water and should make it through really easily today. I'm, I love this hour of my week to be with you and bring you these conversations. If you're not following me on social media, I invite you to on Instagram and Facebook at NOLA Therapy, N-O-L-A-T-H-E-R-A-P-Y.com is my website. NOLA Therapy on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter, and YouTube is how you can connect with me on socials. I have been posting some content just authentically, what my life looks like from day to day, what I'm thinking about, what I'm doing, and invite you to, to join in with that, sharing with me about your life. If you go to my website, you can order my new book that launches in November in just a month, a little less than a month. It has been endorsed by His Holiness, the 14th Dalai Lama, which is such an honor for me to be able to share with you. My book is on healing our deepest core woundings, our deepest vulnerabilities, the patterns that we tend to repeat and not quite know how to solve. And I invite you to journey into your wounds and heal them through a depth process of empathy and self-forgiveness, employing a lot of compassion towards yourself, which then allows us to be compassionate towards others. His Holiness speaks a lot about this in his work as well, and has been just a mentor to me as I've been (coughs) studying his work and now offer you mine. So that's at NOLA Therapy as well as an online class, which teaches you 20 specific tips to to really kind of change your life, how to use a pendulum, how to use crystals to grid your house, your office, how what the purpose of an altar is to create an altar in your home, the importance of a morning routine, an evening routine, affirmation work, how powerful that, powerful that is to shift your underlying beliefs, which then create the thoughts that we have, and then that informs the life that we're living. So I really like working at the level of cause with our belief systems. And I feel like that's a really good segue into my guest, Patricia Lohan. She is a feng shui guide. She's a business coach. She's the host of the Live Your Dreams Awake podcast and an author of the book, The Happy Home, Your Guide to Creating a Happy, Healthy, Wealthy Life. She's been featured in places like Fox, NBC, The Huffington Post, and Positive Life, to name a few. 
And Patricia is going to talk to us about how we can use feng shui in our lives to use that energy to really attract whatever it is we want and how to be open to receive more. Feng Shui has been around for over 4,000 years. And Patricia, you're, Patricia's coming to us from Greece, which it's late at night. I really appreciate you being on with us and welcome to the show. Thank you so much. I'm delighted to be here. Thank you. How are you tonight I'm, for you? I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm really good. Um, it's It's been a um, great day here in Greece. The sun is shining. There's a bit of a breeze, um, but it's um, a beautiful day. And I was just so inspired to hear your introduction and also about your book. Very exciting time. So I'm delighted to be here today. Thank you, Patricia. I appreciate that. So I don't know if you want to start us with uh, about your journey and how you got to where you are. I told you before we came live, I've been watching your YouTube videos, which I love on your channel and, and taking the steps that you offer to feng shui my home. So wherever you want to start, I really just want to let you speak. Oh, well, thank you so much. Um, where do I start? Well, I think I start with the first, I'm actually Irish. So my accent is Irish um, and I'm from the West Coast of Ireland. I got my first books about feng shui when I was 16. And um, I grew up in a very entrepreneurial family. We moved house a lot of times. And finally, when I was 16, I got my own room. And that year, I don't know where I found out or heard about it, but I do think that there is a certain... It was a calling. No, back then as a 16-year-old that it was actually my soul's calling to work mm-hmm. with the energy of homes. But um, it took a while to come around full circle to that and to really tap into it, which has been the most magical journey. I ended up on a very traditional route. Um, although my parents were entrepreneurs, I really resisted that life and wanted to have a corporate job and work in nine to five and, you know, be normal. Um, but that just wasn't the plan for me. So I ended up back in um, Ireland with my parents, supporting them and working with them in their business okay. and um, fulfilling their dreams in my 20s. And by the my late 20s, I was um, pretty burnt out and in a place that I just had been fulfilling their dreams and not my own for mm. a very long time at that stage. And um, my mum looked at me one day after visiting my sister in Australia and um, <coughs> people had said to her, you know, you must be sad your daughter's so far away in Australia. And she said, you know, she's so happy. You know, how could I be sad? And she looked and saw me and she said, I think you need to leave. And I said, I'm going to leave and I'm moving to India to become a yoga teacher. And wow, she was like, what? And I even was like, what? You know, it was, it was definitely not what I was expecting to come out of my mouth. Um, it came out. And, <laughs> wow. Um, I used to go to one yoga class a week. So this wasn't like Patricia was on a mad yogic journey or anything. It was one yoga class a week. And really what happened from that was um, stepping away from my old life with my Seaview apartment and my beautiful car and my great job. And, you know, kind of had it all on the exterior to moving to India for what I thought was going to be a month and ended up there for nearly a year and opening up to so many beautiful gifts and spiritual spiritual gifts that an awakening and um, that I could never ever have foreseen. Um, and that really led me in my path to um, 
learn um, lots of other modalities. So like Reiki, sound healing, crystals, mm. um, really, I, you know, even you mentioned the Dalai Lama, I have a huge connection with Buddhist art and mm-hmm. um, mandalas and tankas and connection with the deities. And it was just this amazing, um, mind blowing experience. And every day was just another synchronistic moment after another. Um, mm. and I ended up moving back to Ireland, um, and moving to a new city and really just following, um, the breadcrumbs. I would just woke up one day and said, I'm going to Dublin. And my parents were like, okay. And I just went, um, and I said to my friends, I'm, I'm coming to move to Dublin. I had a few friends there. They said, what are you going to do? And I was like, well, I don't know, teach some yoga classes and, you know, start my practice with my different modalities and therapies, like similar to what you talked about, healthy yeah. people, clear those wounds. And yeah. um, I, I started that um, practice um, and one friend was like, where are you going to stay? I said, I don't know. And she said, you know what? I have a spare room. You can take that. Another said, how are you going to get around? I said, I don't know. And the other one said, I have a bicycle. You can have the bicycle. Um, and the universe really showed up for me. God's spirit showed up for me so powerfully at that time to support me. Um, and every day I just showed up. I did sound healing and I did y- taught yoga classes. I really just showed up and shared and and did my work. Um, and what unfolded was more magic to find an amazing apartment. Once I'd, my business was kind of flowing and I had full yoga classes, um, I found a new apartment and I turned to the girl who was going to share with me in this new place. And I said, I'm not leaving here until I meet my husband. I'm moving mm. with him. And she just looked at me and she laughed. She laughed so hard. And, um, and you know, you know, you, you've mentioned some of the tips I have on my YouTube channel and all of that. And, you know, that first day we moved in, I scrubbed my front door. I got ourselves a new welcome mat and I feng shui my apartment for love. Mm. Um, and I met my husband very soon afterwards um, through another many synchronistic events. And that really was the start of me really going, hey, I just used it to attract love. Um, because when I visited Ken's house, he had also used feng shui and had been interested in, in his twenties. Wow. So it really was a kind of a cosmic, um, connection coming together, coming together. Um, and soon after that, I moved in with him to his home, as I had said. Um, and at the time I had always had a fascination with feng shui. So did he. Um, and, you know, when the students ready, the teacher appears and I dove much deeper and so did he into feng shui. And we came home to our house and we just feng shuied for us. I had no intention of ever doing this, teaching it. It was just a passion for me okay. and my husband. Um, and soon so many things started to unfold. Um, we had, um, we'd been doing Airbnb and that got really busy. My, I started getting so many more clients. My husband had um, a, a windfall of money. And like from the outside, our lives changed so dramatically for everybody. From me being on a bicycle to now driving a new car to getting our, drive, our driveway fixed to finishing our house. And they're like, what have you just done? Yeah. Well, we just did the feng shui. Like, and that really just became this ripple of like, well, tell me how you did that. And um, we, wh- how I'm here in Greece is Ken and I decided that we would go on our honeymoon. And my business at the time was very much in person. My clients came to see me. Um, and it was so fun because as I grew and feng shui my space, I started working with clients who came in and I would 
you know, intuitively be asking them questions. And, and I'd be like, tell me about your house. What's going on with your bedroom? Yeah. How long have you lived in your house? And they would look at me like, what is this to do with my trauma when I was eight years of age? Mm. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, actually, we need to do something with your house or the artwork or whatever it was. Um, and that really was where the clients started unfolds. The people that were presenting to me, we needed to look at their houses and where they were being blocked was not the inner work. They had done the inner work. They were doing it. They were showing up for themselves. They were looking after themselves. They were doing their mindset, but their house wasn't. Their house was the old energetic imprint of what was going on. So it was holding on, holding them back from moving, moving forward. Um, and that really, for me, was the biggest aha moment. Um, and Ken and I decided that we would, you know, go on honeymoon. Um, and we never really came back officially from from it. Um, we went to Bali, India, and then Bali. And while in Bali, I started just talk, sharing more on social media about feng shui. Um, and, you know, my old business, everyone came to see me in person. And we were like, well, how can we do this online? How can we do feng shui online? How can we teach this? And it just unfolded really naturally to now having worked with hundreds of people all over the world, built a beautiful community of incredible women um, and now um, also certifying people to become feng shui um, consultants also to just share the magic of feng shui. Because for me, um, it's just an, a powerful practice that we take for granted our physical environment and really it's a misunderstood energy. You know, we were so concentrated on ourselves and what happened and what we did wrong and changing that story, which is so potent and necessary, but we forget about our physical environment and the impact it has on us. Um, so I'm here to remind everyone and to um, get your home in balance and harmony. And when that energy is in that balance and harmony, it brings you into it. You know, I really love your story. And you talk about in your work, which struck me, about imagine our homes, our apartment, our residence, whatever you want to call it, as a person. And mm -hmm. so can you tell our listeners, what is feng shui? Yes. So feng shui is acupuncture for your home. Um, it's not a practice where, you know, uh, there's been so many misconceptions about what this practice is and and things kind of bandied around and first of all for me it's just to want to clear up a few things you know I'm not really I don't really care where your couch is <laughs> um 99% of the time it's in the only place that it'll be able to be positioned in your house anyways so we're not going to move furniture throwing everything out although that you know decluttering is very important it's much more about the energetics of your home and we are um, yeah, shamans and energy healers for a home um, as opposed to interior design, which sometimes it's connected to. Mm -hmm. Obviously, the most interior, most beautiful interior designed homes could have the most terrible feng shui. I've seen right. them and done that. Um, empty houses could have bad feng shui. So it really is about working with this energy, this invisible chi or prana. Um, in yogic philosophy, they call it prana. In, in um, Chinese philosophy and um, from the Tao perspective, it is actually qi. And, um, you know, if we think about going to an acupuncturist, she will check your tongue, look at your eyes, get your case history and check your pulse. And then we'll decide what, what is, what's going on. And she's really checking on, or he checking on your energy. Um, and then 
they put in use the five elements to bring harmony and balance and that's what we do we work with the five elements to bring your home into balance and harmony so you know those days you've spent the most magical day in nature and you feel completely reset and balanced that is what we are um, that's the vision of working with feng shui is that you sit in your home and you really feel that sense of balance and harmony and from that place everything else comes into flow you know patricia as i'm hearing you talk about the health of the body and acupuncture as, as a metaphor is there a pulse of the home there is a pulse of the home and it's um, based on the year that your home is um built so um it's just like your date of birth um and the practice of feng shui that i practice and teach is classical flying stars which is not the original version um and we believe that every house has its own unique imprint um and that unique imprint um is just like that pulse and based on that energy we can look at it um to see what's going on and also people who find me and you know there's no accidents I just feel like people find me for the reason that they need to and it's perfect you know um but people find me are often hit some type of plateau in their lives so they are either struggling with money or relationships or they've been doing and been on this personal development journey for a while and they can't understand why they're not just propelling forward as quickly as they feel they should be. Um, and it's an opportunity to work from the exterior into the interior. Um, as you know yourself, working with people um, on the inside is a is a quite a is a very full-on journey. Um, it can be very confronting and difficult, um, but obviously very, very worthwhile. Um, and for me, I just love the idea of let's work on the physical external environment um and help that shift you as well it supports that growth it's beautiful what you're saying is so important because i believe that our physical environment reflects how we feel about ourselves mm -hmm. on the inside yeah. <laughs> just like our our physical body reflects the beliefs we have about ourselves. I was texting with a friend earlier about that and you know sometimes we don't believe that we can have the things that we want or that we deserve them. Mm -hmm. And so I'm wondering for the listener, wondering where to start with feng shui. Can, do you want to take us through? Uh, like, yeah, sure. <laughs> yeah, sure. So what I would say at the very beginning is like, we just kind of like touched on it was your house is like a person. Um, and where we start with feng shui is the entrance and the mouth of your house, which is your front door. Um, and if you ever imagine you, sometimes you'll drive past houses and you can actually see the faces on them, like the eyes and the mouth um, really clearly um, with the windows. So yeah. the very first thing I recommend is really just like looking at that outside of your house and um, just connecting with it and, and saying like, oh, does this feel welcoming? You know, just feel inviting because um, the energy, the chi, the prana comes in through the mouth. And when we think about energy or prana or chi, it feels like this very um, intangible thing that you can't like touch or feel. But, you know, for me and from what my experience and what I see with my clients, it's money, it's the opportunities, it's the synchronistic events. That's what's flowing in. But it's also all the other stuff as well. Like it is life essentially coming in. And what's coming in? Are you welcoming it in? Is it easy for it to get in? Um, so starting at the front door, making sure that front door is easy to open. Like 
when it's hard to open the front door, it's like there's a struggle. It's tough, you know, and is that kind of part of a, you know, sometimes it can be mirroring back to your own mindset. Like it has to be hard work, like that hard work. It's like, oh, let's smooth things out. Let's make it easy to get it in. Um, and that same then goes from there. Well, you look around at the windows. It's the eyes of your home. It's where you're looking out. And, you know, if you can't see what's coming in, coming or you can't and you can't see where you're going, you're a bit lost. You know, so just yeah. those little metaphors to get started. And, you know, at the front door, um, is it like, is it pretty? Do you have a nice welcome mat? Is it a space that's clean and organized and the doorbell works and, you know, operating easily? <laughs> um, because that's our first connection with our home every single day. Um, and we want that to be a very positive one when you come back into your house to feel good. Um, and I always say, you know, if the if the postman finds it difficult to find you, so will the chi, so will the mm. planet. It will be hard to find you. So it's like, how can you make it easy? How can you make it easy to to welcome that in? Um, so that's my first step for for getting started. Okay, I love that. You know, Patricia. Recently, I live in New Orleans and Los Angeles. In New Orleans, there's a lot of rain, and my house. Every few years, it gets all the houses here. They get like green, kind of. I don't know, mold, you know, growing on them. And mm-hmm. a lot of people just let it grow because it's, it's just so plentiful, but it was really driving me crazy. So I hired my neighbor's kids to pressure wash my house with bleach. And I feel so much better that like the house is clean out on the outside. And I feel like it's before we discussed you being a guest on my show. I, is that important for your house? You know, if, as much as you can have the exterior in good condition to, to do that. Yes, that is such a great idea. I love, love, love that you took that action because you know what? It's tending to the energy of your home. It's looking after it. And, you know, sometimes it's one of these things that um, the home becomes or your home becomes one of these places that's taken for granted. Um, And when you go into that place, it just, you know. For the ones who get it done, the most important part is the one you need now. And the best partner is the one who can deliver. That's why millions of maintenance and repair pros trust Granger. Because we have professional-grade supplies for every industry, even hard-to-find products. And we have same-day pickup and next-day delivery on most orders. But most importantly, we have an unwavering commitment to help keep you up and running. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Saving money on everything for your next project at Menards. It doesn't matter what job you're up against. Works cordless power tools and lawn equipment have the power for you to get the job done faster and easier. The PowerShare 20-volt batteries run longer on a single charge, and they can be used with other tools. Check out Menards' entire selection of Works cordless power tools and lawn equipment. Plus the weekly flyer today on Menards.com. Save big money at The world's most exciting podcast, home of borders, language, culture, and here he is, New York Times best-selling author and National Radio Hall of Fame inductee, Michael Savage. I'm Michael Savage, host of the Savage Nation podcast, home of borders, language, and culture. Hear my new podcast each week as I speak with top guests from around the world. Right now, we have over 700 shows in our library. Featuring interviews with world leaders, scientists, faith teachers, and more, including President Donald Trump, Prime Minister of Israel, Ehud Barak, Edward Teller, the father of the hydrogen bomb, Jerry Falwell, and so much more conversations 
and commentary you cannot find anywhere else. Other guests have included Samuel Cohen, the father of the neutron bomb, Breitbart's Alex Marlowe, the great author Peter Schweitzer, Colonel Douglas McGregor. Be here or be nowhere. The Savage Nation Podcast. Catch the Michael Savage Podcast on all podcast platforms every Tuesday and every Friday. It's like a person. It has an energy. So any of that like mold or, or things growing on it or even, you know, um, people think, oh, it's lovely to have all that ivy growing on the outside of your home. But this is a living organism that is literally feeding off your home. So um, a house that would have um, ivy attached to it and excess ivy, it can really, for me, if I'm passing one or I'm working with a consult, it can really represent sickness in a home Mm. and can cause sickness in a home so it's like looking at um your house from a different um set of eyes okay and so what about so starting with the entry the entrance what what next to just align the energy of our home with well-being and wealth and love are there different things that we focus upon for sure. So for me, what I would say to you in the very beginning is that like starting to look at your home with a different set of eyes. So just like we did at the front door, like just come in and just notice where things are, like notice friction points. Um, and this is something that um, is quite easy at times to just alleviate, like the little things that like annoy you, you know, is it the door handles that are not like tight that can represent a grip on your finances and a grip on Mm. life so like fixing those um you know anywhere that there's like these little friction points something that's broken bulbs that are gone can represent being burnt out these little things um your house is speaking to you it's communicating (laughs) with you so really making sure that you just move around your home and start to see little tweaks that you can make to just improve it like any little fixes that can just smooth it make it easier that alone will start that flow of energy moving nice and easily. Okay, that's great. You know, so I in and I know you've helped women attract love into their life, mm-hmm. maybe taking yes. some time to speak to that. Yeah, for sure. Well, you know, um this kind of brings me on to my second favorite topic. Um you know, obviously I feng shui my, my apartment for love and um, called in my husband. We've had several weddings in my community, <laughs> which is always lovely. Babies yes. born, weddings, business success. It's um, all the, the great success part, successes. Um, and one of the things, um, especially when it comes to relationships and calling in love, is focusing on the bedroom. So this is like, for me, the second most important place to look at in general. So even for whether in a relationship or not in a relationship or wanting to call in love, um, the bedroom (laughs) is the next place I would look at. Um, because it is where you spend so much of your day. Um, you know, your sleeping hours are there. So six to eight hours a night, you're in your bedroom and this is the place where you replenish your soul every single night, replenish your body. Um, and just this morning, I actually have a client in my community who posted and said, I've just put in some of the um, personalized remedies and I had the best night's sleep in 16 years. Wow. Um, you know, and if we can just look at that bedroom first, because if you get a good night's sleep, it means that you have more energy, more vitality. It ripples into everybody's life positively. So what do we look at in the bedroom? 
Um, in the bedroom, in terms of calling in love and in general as well, um, I like to look at balance is one of the words that I'd like to focus on. And the word balance is on both sides of your bed, have a nice bedside table, have lamps the same height. So this sense of like pairs, number two, number mm-hmm. one is set having things paired up um, and having this sense of balance and harmony on both sides so that you're feeling supported. Um, And in the bedroom, a really good, strong headboard is also recommended. Um, Calling in love. Mm -hmm. I would say in the bedroom, one of the things to make sure that you do have is some imagery or artwork of um, a couple. And when I say a couple, it depends on obviously your own personal um, taste. You know, you could go for a Matisse kind of sketch with a couple together, or it could be like the um, Klimt, the kiss, right. something that reflects the type of relationship that you want to be in. So for example, if you want to be in a relationship with somebody and you want to spend time by a beach, maybe it's like a couple walking, holding hands by a beach, you know, start to make and use your bedroom to become like a vision board for what it is that you want to unfold. Um, And actually, I don't really recommend having your vision board in your bedroom, but thinking about like the kind of relationship you want to call in and looking at the type of art that would, that mirrors that. So for example, when I feng shui my bedroom um, at that time for Ken, I had a beautiful statue of this couple dancing together. Um, and I just always wanted to be able to dance with my partner. And it was just, that was my kind of anchoring thing was this, and it was a very connected image. Like it was a quite a spiritual dance connected image that I was like, that's what I want in a relationship. And it's that sense of balance and harmony. So that's really important. Um, and then, you know, making your bedroom represent these three words, rest, romance, and relaxation. Mm. So we don't want like family photos in your bedroom or spiritual statues or pictures of your grandfather or, you know, these are all real life things that I found in people's bedrooms and masks or, you know, artwork that represents Um, that doesn't represent love. So for example, I've had so many crazy ones. Um, One lady um, in my program, she used to go out with her friends and would say to them, do I have mistress like written across my forehead? Oh, wow. How come it's only married men who ask me out on dates? Um, And once she joined my program and started looking at her bedroom, she discovered and realized as she looked at a picture of a single woman on the wall, that was a painting by Van Gogh of his mistress wow. in her bedroom. Um, That's powerful. This is totally so powerful. Um, other example will be a couple. <laughs> um, this woman had a picture of a couple dancing, um, but there was a, another person behind the couple dancing. Quite significant. It was just like three people, like two people yeah. dancing and one person to the side. And every relationship that she had been in since she got that piece of art, there had been someone else in the picture, whether it was an ex-wife or a girlfriend or somebody was always like there, not really ever being able to just be the couple. Wow, that's powerful. So powerful. So you want to be really mindful of like what's on your walls. Um, The other thing is really um, when it comes to the bedroom as well, especially when you're... um, on like a spiritual path is like just making sure you don't have single images, you know, like one heart. Um, I think mm. of this beautiful bedroom that I feng shui many years ago. The girl has since got married. Um, 
we, when I saw her bedroom, I was like, oh my God, like, I don't know what I'm going to tell her. This bedroom is perfect. Like literally it was out of a magazine. Yeah. And two beautiful lamps, two beautiful table stands, a gorgeous bed with a tall headboard, really rich and elegant. It was beautiful. Um, but beside her bed, she had this big crystal, this big rose quartz crystal. And she said, I've got this rose quartz crystal to call in love. And I was like, well, you need another one. Like you need to mm. think in twos. And she was like, oh, okay, that's fine. As she said, that's the first thing. Then we looked around and it was like every, all these subtle nuances. I, she said, I got this heart I want to call in love. One heart on its own. Just one heart. I was like, you need to pair it. We need two hearts. Um, and then we looked at these candlesticks she had in her bedroom. And one was taller than the other. And it was this okay. whole energy of just like these very strong singular images on their own um, and not about balance and calling in love. It was just that strong singular image. So being really mindful of that. Okay, that's really important. We are going to go to a quick break, Patricia. And then when we come back, I'm going to ask, what would you advise people to do that might have some of these singular images, like some quick fixes or tips if you don't want to or if you're not able to like totally redo a bedroom, if there's some things yeah. we can do. Okay. For awesome. Sure. Okay. Perfect. What interferes with your happiness? Is there something preventing you from achieving your goals? BetterHelp will assess your needs and match you with your own licensed professional therapist. You can connect in a safe and private online environment. That's super convenient. You can begin communicating with your counselor in under 24 hours. They offer licensed professional counselors in every state, and you get a timely response from them working on the BetterHelp platform. You can schedule weekly or monthly phone and video sessions. And as my listener, BetterHelp is offering you 10% off, <coughs> pardon me, your first month to try them out. The therapist offer, uh, they can help you with issues ranging from depression, stress, and anxiety to relationships, LGBT matters, and self-esteem. It's a HIPAA-compliant, secure online site. And to check them out and learn more, go to betterhelp.com forward slash ATT. That's betterhelp, B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com forward slash A-T-T for all things therapy. So I don't know if you like audiobooks as much as I do. I, in fact, just finished recording my own audiobook for the Chiron Effect coming out next month. Audible.com offers you, as my listener, a free audiobook download and month-long subscription to try them out. You go to audibletrial.com forward slash all things therapy without any spaces and <clears throat> download your free book. You can keep the subscription and they'll charge you every month or you can cancel the subscription and just keep the book that you download to check them out. Audibletrial.com forward slash all things therapy. Patricia. Yes. Are you with us? Okay. So yeah, are there some easy things that we can do to our homes to attract this energy to create then what we want in love? We're talking about specifically. I also wanted to ask you about finances. 
Yeah, for sure. So first of all, I would start with like going into the bedroom. And if you do have any of those single images, just start to look at them and be like, do I really want this? Is this, you know, sometimes there's a time and a place for what we have in our homes because we need to overcome something. But then when you realize and you start seeing it, it's time to let it go. Um, And the very first thing that I would say is just to start to let go um, on that level of thing of stuff in your homes um, and this goes for prosperity for love for everything you know if you've been in past relationships it's time to let go of the gifts that that guy gave you or that girl gave you it's time to let go of the pictures it's time to let go of the paperwork it's time to let go of any of those connections um, and things that are still anchoring that person in your life in your home um, and letting them go. So people often say to me, oh, you know, I love Marie Kondo and, you know, I, I organize all my underwear drawer neatly. And, you know, I don't do that. I'm not a neat, I'm not a neat freak. My husband will totally testify to that. Um, and having a functional <coughs> home isn't about it being tidy and perfect and neat. Um, what it's about is actually making sure that the energy flows. So we're bringing back to the philosophy of that chi and making sure things are moving so one thing i would recommend is um you know going to those cupboards or those spaces in your bedroom where the things have not been touched for a while for a couple of months is there a drawer that just hasn't been touched that you don't wear those clothes you know those shoes just let those things go like make space um and this is a huge huge thing in my bedroom when i met ken and um, i had a spare bedside table beside um, on his, his side of the bed. I called it his side of the bed. I slept on my side of the bed. The empty bedside tables were empty for his side. Um, in my wardrobe, and, you know, I talk about being back there, teaching yoga, $5, five euros at a, at a yoga class huh. I, I, I would earn. And one of those days I went and bought black hangers because I had pink ones for myself. And I was like, I don't have any hangers for this guy. So oh, he yeah. moves in. There's nowhere to hang his stuff. There was no space for him. So really, that was a huge part of the bedroom was making the space for this person. Um, yeah. And in your wardrobe, in your closet, you know, I wanted a tall guy. I left some space up on the top shelves. I've had a client who was in uh, in her um she was in her bedroom and after listening to one of our um, sessions about exactly this, like making space for what you want in your life, making space in your home for it, she realized that her wedding dress was in the top of her of her wardrobe for 10 years. Wow. And it, she wanted to, it was like her, from her ex, from her past marriage, that was all done, divorced, she was divorced and this was up in her cupboard. Um, and she cleared it out and two days later, a guy in the hospital she worked in asked her, asked her on a date. Mm. She was like, oh, my God. Like, we don't realize the things that are in our house that are actually holding us back energetically. Um, and that was a quite a big, you know, that dress was up in that closet. Like, you know, there could be many different things that could be around your space. But that had been untouched and was very connected to the past. And once you let that yeah. go, it makes the space. But also it kind of says to the universe, you're ready. I, I hear you, and that makes so much sense. Additionally, after after listening to some of the work you're putting out, your videos on YouTube, I started uh, p- 
playing with the wealth corner of my house and really mm-hmm. made it reflect. Like I found a beautiful picture of Lakshmi, the goddess of wealth. And I had already written a check from the universe to myself. And I put that there with some citrine, a crystal for, for wealth and prosperity. Can you talk to us before we're done about, cause I know that's probably like, is there a number one topic that people come to you for Patricia? Or- um, they come to me for money and love and career. Yeah. Um, okay. And then oftentimes babies, um, but like <laughs> mostly money, love and career. Um, and the nice thing is, and the fun thing is that oftentimes they get that, but then it's or, you cool. know, coming for, for money, but then they meet their husband, <laughs> like all that fun kind of things. Um, so when it comes to the prosperity part, you really kind of gave some really great insights into what I would definitely recommend for you with your prosperity. Um, we do have a, a prosperity area of the home. Um, and that is um, the southeast part of your home. So as I said, you know, feng shui is a very specific practice. Um, and there's like based on and the year the house is built, we um, as part of my program, when I work with clients, I give them personalized reports based on what's gone on, what are the energies, what's that imprint of energy it has. So this is kind of it's a deeper process. But on the <coughs> surface, like on the aesthetic surface, you can certainly Get your compass out. They come on phones, Androids and iPhones. You can get your compass. Figure out where that area is. Declutter it. Like, you know, take out anything um, that doesn't feel abundant, that doesn't feel um, prosperous or, you know, connected to what, what does abundance mean for you? Like, I love that you found the picture of Lakshmi. You know, and that would be that would resonate with me. But there's a lot of people that'll be like, oh, the picture of Lakshmi right. doesn't mean mean anything to me. So for me, like my main focus, especially when it comes to feng shui, is working with what you've got. You know, a lot of times there's lots of things out there like, oh, your prosperity area is your toilet. And I'm like, look, there's so many other things that we could worry about, and um, when it comes to feng shui and work on. So it's not like you're doomed. You know, if you're prosperity area ended up being your bathroom or your toilet what could you do with it I always recommend like pimping it up you know I had a client who was who was um looking for a new job at the time and um her prosperity area happened to be her bathroom I was like okay well we're gonna do specific remedies but let's make your bathroom feel like it's a five-star hotel like make let's really work on every time you walk into that space you're like oh my god this feels so good um, so, for example, nice luxury towels, nice soap, some flowers, like a nice soft bath mat, like all those subtle touches that you walk in and you're like, yes, this feels so good. And that's really what we want to do is just upgrade our space so it aligns mm-hmm. with what it is that we want. How would you advise someone listening that's interested in learning more, wanting to work with you? Are there different levels, Patricia? That yes. People can- Okay, I'd love to hear yeah, about that. Yeah, so thank you so much for asking. Um, there's several different ways to work with me. Um, I have my signature program, which is called Powerhouse Feng Shui. Um, and literally the whole idea is like turning your home into a powerhouse to call in what it is that you want and repel what you don't. Um, that is our program, which we have a beautiful community of people um, in it already. And you can just... <laughs> Find out more on my website at patricialowen.com. So that's my main program where you get your personalized report for your home and you work through the modules, implementing it with my support each week. 
Um, and then I also have um, an opportunity to work with me one-to-one to feng shui your home. And um, most recently for people who are graduates of my feng shui program, um, we're offering a certification in feng shui also. Um, so there are several different levels to come and to work with me with. Um, but I do love just bringing people into this world to start working with the energy of their homes and seeing what flourishes and unfolds. That's awesome. And I'm wondering, Patricia, if you were starting over, knowing everything you know now, is there something you would have done differently? Is there something I would have done differently? Like knowing all that you know now about about feng shui? (laughs) Oh, you know what? I just wish that I... Um, kept, you know, that I didn't just put it on the shelf and, um, you know, follow that very traditional path to try and fit in. You know, I think that was really part of mm. it. Um, and, you know, um, but now there's none of that. <laughs> and I think also that's part of the life experience thing. So, um, you know, I, I was a bit left of field coming out and saying, I'm going to do feng shui or sound healing and all these different modalities. And now it's just flourishing. I think that's really good feedback. For people, because I think we we often feel the pressure, maybe is a word, or like expectation of ourselves to fit in. And yet it's when we really go within and define who we are and mm-hmm. then choose, uh, build our life around that is when I think yeah. we're really the most powerful, being authentic. For sure. And, you know, the thing is, um, with the feng shui and with all of the things I've done, I've just come from them from a place of I passionately love this and I want more people to know about this, to implement it and to experience these powerful results. Um, and um, I do feel like one of those, a messenger for feng shui to be like, you know, don't underestimate the power of the environment that you're sitting in right now and how it's having an impact on your, you know, your romance, your bank account, your health, and um, how it can really turn things around positively when you embrace that. I love it. What is next for you, Patricia, like on the horizon? Um, God, so we have some exciting things. Obviously, our certification. Um, I'm going back to Ireland for a couple of months, which I'm always super excited about. And um, then I am, yeah, just really just steadily growing and sharing my message in a very, um, a very focused manner, which feels really good. Um, you know, it all felt like a little bit of a race for a while with me. I was like, oh, I have to get it. Go, 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 go. And now I'm like slowly confused and and really just share the message and um, keep going. That's awesome. I really appreciate you taking your time since you're in such a radically different time zone in Greece. Thank you so much for being with us. You're so welcome. You're so welcome. Thank you so much. You're welcome. I hope you have a really good night. I will. Awesome. Bye, Patricia. Bye. <clears throat> that concludes our time with Patricia Lohan. You can find her at patricialohan.com, P-A-T-R-I-C-I-A-L-O-H-A-N.com. Her YouTube channel is her name as well. Her Instagram is Lohan Patricia and Facebook at Patricia Lohan. So super easy to find her and connect. Again, if you don't, 
If you aren't connected with me on social media, I invite you to at NOLA Therapy. Check out my book and online class at nolatherapy.com. I'm sending you all my love, and I look forward to being with you next time. Bye-bye. You're listening to All Things Therapy with Lisa Tahir, only on LA Talk Radio.